I don't know when I've enjoyed an exhibit more. Mm -hmm. The artist's choice to make that still life a monochrome was a stroke of genius. Conveyed such despair. Yes, it was so refreshing to see a sad peach. And I don't know if you have ever been to a museum. Well, it's all right, Rosa. Just the whole thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was from Frazier. I guess Frazier wanted that to be known. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. And if you have ever been to a modern art museum where you see splashes of paint on canvas or you see white on white, just a blank canvas, and you're supposed to look at it and see depth in it and put your own meaning into it, all of that is nonsense. Art is so valuable in life, whether it's good literature, whether it's a fabulous painting that just inspires you, or even think of the Olympics. I mean, it's it's an in art, and it's a skill, obviously, but if you have a painting of a, an Olympic athlete at the best moment of their achievement, maybe the uh, a beautiful pose in uh, ice dancing, it, it can uplift you. It can put you in a better mood where you're thinking that's the way life should be and can be, and maybe that's possible for me. As opposed to maybe art that shows a sad peach, and it's like, why? Peaches don't even get sad, assuming you're not in Disneyland, uh, but peaches don't get sad. And um, why would an artist, out of all the things to choose to paint, paint a sad peach and it just makes me feel like I'm in a weird world and it's not my world. It's certainly not my world. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. That means that your happiness matters, your values matter, the, the goodies in life, the things that are important to you matter and they make you happy. And right now I'm turning to the phones and welcoming John. John, you're having some difficulty with happiness? Yes, I am. Yeah, what's going on? Well, I just feel like uh, there's there's nothing that makes me happy like I used to. You know, when I was young, I just getting up, I was happy to be up. Alive. To be up, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's just, I'm, uh, I don't have that anymore. And I'm, you know, I'm disabled. Okay. I, uh, I, broke, I broke my back. I was a bricklayer, and yeah. I went through a hard depression. Yeah. And uh, I made it through that. And, you know, I thought things were getting better, and it's like I'm stuck in a rut. Okay. Uh, what are... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I was just saying there's just nothing that seems to to make the things I used to enjoy doing, like fishing. just I uh, just have no desire anymore. Okay, so we'll talk about that in a second. How old are you? I'm 45. 45. You said when you were younger you could wake up, and so I wondered how old are you. You're 45 years old, and when was the injury? When did you become disabled? In 2000. In 2000. 2000. So it's been about 10 years. Right, yes, and have you had better moments in those ten years, when you were more hopeful, when you were not depressed? Yes, I have. Can you tell me what you were doing during one of those moments? Struggling. You were what? Life struggling. No, I don't want those moments. For a moment. I mean, that, that's when I felt alive, when I was struggling to make ends meet. Oh, you know? oh that's interesting. So when you were working to make ends no, meet. No, I wasn't working. I was just, I wasn't able to work. Okay. I was just mentally 
I guess, struggling, you know, trying to figure out ways to to be able to pay the light bill, you know, yeah. having to sell my stuff. I mean, you know, I mean, I had something. You had you know, a focus. Yes. Okay. So if what prevents you from having a similar focus now? I don't know. I guess I have enough money to make it from month to month, and that's my focus. Okay. Uh, my, from month to month, it was from hand to mouth. Yeah. And now, you know, I, I and I get real nervous when the money gets low, which it always How does. are you making and money? I'm on disability now. Okay. Is there any, are you able to use your hands or your back got damaged? So I'm not sure how. Yes, ma'am, it is. I'm able to use my hands, yes. So I use the computer a lot. Can you walk at all? Yes, yes, I can. I can walk. I can't bend over and pick up. Uh, I can't pick up five pounds. Okay, here's number one. When any of us have a physical limitation or even a mental limitation, partly, partly the task is to come to terms with that limitation. For example, if somebody has multiple sclerosis, they need to show themselves how to live within their illness and enjoy life within what's possible still to them. And within what's possible to you, what is available? If you still have your mind, and I can hear that you do, if you still have an eagerness to be happy, how do I know that? Yes. Because you you called me, right? Yes, ma'am. You took an effort to call me. If you you still have the ability to use your legs, even though you can't bend over, then you can look at what can I do during the day that would bring me maybe more income? Maybe you can be a telemarketer. I don't know if you can do that. Maybe there's something else that you can do. I know you're disabled, but maybe there's something you can do, whether it's a hobby or whether it's even, like you said, sell, selling things on the side um, right. that well, you can do. I wanted to go back to school, to, but my, to, my spouse, had, uh, uh, she's had two strokes. And she's had a subdural hematoma. She had brain surgery. Okay. She's had problems. So you're married. Who is is at home with you? Your spouse? Just me me and her. Okay. The two of you. What what hobbies can you have that would bring you some pleasure? That is something that I've been seeking. I've tried model building. Yeah. And... uh, Nothing seems to last. Okay. What you need for yourself is a longer range purpose. So, number one, if you could find something, like you said, selling things on the Internet or something, that would bring you an income and would give you a sense of being productive, that would be fabulous for you. You would feel happier. You would feel more in control of your life, less handicapped. Right. So I, I, you, I, I agree. Okay. So that would be number. That would be number one. Number two, you can. There are other values such as hobbies. If you can find a longer range value that you would enjoy, 
try it out. Experiment with different values. If you can play the piano, try that. If you can, maybe a keyboard, but, you know, try different things, obviously, within what you can afford, but try some things that could bring you and maybe your wife pleasure. I know um, I have people in my family who love playing board games. <laughs> no, but it, usually you need something. Oh, I used to love board games. Well, maybe you and your wife could try that. Maybe you could even in. Maybe, right, maybe you could even invent a board game, you know, you and your wife and earn some money. So using your mind will make you feel happy. Using your mind in a productive manner will make you feel happier. Right. I I think where my unhappiness comes from is I don't have her to participate. Okay, because she's had a stroke. Yeah, yeah, she's had a couple of strokes. So she she may be very limited, but never give up your happiness then. If you can play games with people even on the web. Uh, my my sister plays Scrabble with my son on the web. So maybe, yeah. you know, on the Internet. So listen, I want to thank you so much for your call. The goal is to keep okay. values alive in your life and to live within your limits. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness, toll-free, one eight seven seven drkenner 